Why is it so easy to love our families, yet so hard to like them? Well, that is one of those questions that makes life so rich and psychiatrists richer. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and I am a clinical psychologist. That was from Fraser. And think of your own family. You know, what's going on that causes you to stay up nights? Are you having problems with um, saying you love them, but you don't want to be with them? Are there conflicts? Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your own parents. Maybe you're a caretaker, and it's just wearing you down. Those are some of the many topics you can call me about. I'm a clinical psychologist, and my number is toll-free, one eight seven seven Doctor Kenner. That's toll free. One eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. And right now we're turning to the phones and welcome Teresa. Teresa, you're having problems with uh, your child. Actually, my question is: I am a survivor, so I see everything that I'm facing to overcome. My question is: What kind of emotional damage is a child? subjected to when legally forced to overnight supervise visitation with the father he witnessed abuse his mother, made the 911 call on, yeah. and the father was convicted of a felony assault. Okay, and now he's, f- how old is the child? He is 10. He's 10 years old, yeah. and he doesn't want to be with the dad? He doesn't he, want to go on visits, is that it? He has feared it. I have, you know, we'll, we won't go over it. It has all been legally fought until I, I have not exhausted everything. But, you know, I have to accept what is, what is been done. Okay, so you're saying that you're at the mercy of the legal system, and that you, it's, I'm assuming it's your 10-year-old child that you're worried yes. about, and he's going to be exposed to the person who was abusive to you. And well, actually, to him as well. Basically, in the United States of America, in the state of Virginia, yeah. a child is being forced to spend the night with the criminal he it, reported. It absolutely drives me crazy when that happens. Uh, for three years, more than three years, my caseload was mostly abused children and I was the psychologist that spoke for the children. I saw the children and then went to court. I was subpoenaed umpteen times, you know, to to be the the voice of the children um, so that they wouldn't have to go to court. And I will tell you the pain that you're going through as them, I can, I can only imagine it. I witnessed it. It tortured me when I would be on the stand and tell the stories that the kids told me in graphic detail, and then a few months later, you know what happens, right? Right. The child is put back in that family. The child's terrified, and it's awful. And so I would say the child's 10 years old. The child needs to know that he has to be able to talk. Um, he doesn't. He shouldn't keep any secrets. You can't force him to speak. Obviously, do you have a good relationship with him? I'm assuming it's your son, right? Yes. Do you have a good relationship? Would he open up and talk with you? Yes. He would. Well, then I would get a blow by blow of what went on that night. And in the best case scenario, nothing happened. In the worst case scenario, well, he he already had the courage. He had the courage himself to call nine one one. You're saying? Yes, he he witnessed it, ran and hid and made the call. He is a very brave boy. Unbelievable! How old was he at the time? 
and this is all within less than a year. And what what is the why are the courts making this decision? Well, I you know I can only speak on opinion, not yeah. by you know any other way. But you know, for years, both parents or one or perhaps fathers were not given their rights, and I totally respect that every parent has the right oh, to be with their child. Yeah, but criminals. Do not deserve. Oh, I agree. Chance. I fully, 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 fully agree with you. So you you want to know what emotional damage it can be done to your son, and and also if your listeners, if they are so compelled or moved, would write their congressman, their legislator, that they remove the rights of criminals to the children they abuse. You you have your voice right now on radio, encouraging may people I, to may, do that. Yeah. May I also read you my poem for help? How long? We're limited it's, by time, and I won't be able to give you advice. Why okay. Don't, yeah, why it's don't o- you... It's only five lines. Okay, go ahead. The black bag references all the legal papers that lay in the black okay. bag I've had for 10 years. In the black bag lay all the years. In the black bag, documents of fear. In the black bag reports of abuse in the black bag are they abuse in the black bag pictures of harm in the black bag are the orders of sin in the black bag are the years of ten okay so you've been through a lot and you've written a poem and i would say that I think it's awful that the perpetrator is getting away with this. I don't know why they made that decision. And I think in terms of your son, if you can be there supportively for him, and if you see yourself as a survivor, not as a victim, and you help him feel the pride of having made that phone call, that the courage that he had then, and encourage him to speak again if he needs to, not to make anything up, obviously, but to give you the details, to share the details with you or someone, uh, an adult he trusts. You know, if it's a, is he in therapy right now? Yes. Uh, okay, well, to share it with the therapist, I, I can't believe this is an unsupervised visit, too. Um, this visit is supervised. That's why I'm baffled. They're giving. Oh, what who's, is, who's what, supervising what is, it? But what is supervised overnight visitation? Is someone going to stand over my son's bed? <laughs> Who is supervising it? The family of the abuser. Okay, that's yeah. I know. I know that that happens. Okay, I, I would. Ju- there's nothing you can do I- in terms of what you did right now. But the long-term speaking to your congressman, calling criminals criminals, not not having that backlash of the women's movement, make it so that now men can be with with their. Uh, they override the fact that he's a criminal, and just because he's a man, they give him more privilege. I think that's what you were saying earlier. And and rightly so. I I agree and support fathers to nurture yeah. their children. 
Yeah. Well, listen, I think that if this if this is any consolation, I think that if you encourage your child to speak up, maybe he'll go into law enforcement later. Maybe he'll go into a career that fights for the right in some manner or other. You know, maybe he'll take from this a sense of inner strength within himself. You, I would tell, if my son had to go, I would say, keep your eyes open. Don't provoke but observe, learn and observe. And if he takes one step in the wrong direction, don't cut him any slack. There's no benefit of the doubt here. You make a phone call. You let people know if he says anything indirectly to you or camouflaged or like a veiled threat or something, you name it. Never be afraid to name the truth or the facts. And then you you can move forward and see if anything else in that black bag can turn things around. And I would... Yeah, and also, oh, yeah, um, I just, my husband's suggesting to carry a whistle, too. <laughs> you know, your son oh, to carry a, a whistle as, as a way. He, uh, my husband knows a little bit about law enforcement and safety issues. So, I mean, he could take karate lessons. He could take some other things for self-defense. But it depends if your son doesn't want to do that. What are you going to do? So, um, listen, thank you so much for your call. And I hope that in the future, um, things turn around from you. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and you're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness.